Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are now joined by Marsha Bennett. She is the transit coordinator for AVCOG, the Androscoggin Valley Council of Government. Sounds like something that would be right out of like Lord of the Rings or something. We have to go visit the Valley Council of Government before we can make a final decision. That's what it sounds like to me. For more information, go to avcog.org. You can also like them on Facebook, Androscoggin Valley Council of Government's Maine. Good morning, Marsha. How are you? I am fine. Good morning, Maddie. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for uh, thanks for being in this early. Sure. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about you. You've been uh, with AVCOG for quite a while. Yeah, I've been with AVCOG for 21 years now uh, in the same capacity as a transit coordinator. And uh, working with the Lewiston Auburn Transit Committee is one of my primary uh, functions at AVCOG. And they oversee the, they actually own the CityLink bus system in Lewiston Auburn, the public transit system. The purple buses. The right. purple buses, correct. Yes. Are you allowed to wear anything but purple to work? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, they do allow me to wear other colors besides purple. Uh, purple is a good color, though. You know, right. I, yeah. my closet does seem to have quite a bit of purple in it. And that's fun. How did you end up there? And how have you ended up there for 21 years? Well, I, I actually started at the city of Lewiston as an intern when I got out of college. And I just working there and just meeting people and just people moving from place to place. Um, the chair of the transit committee at the time also worked for the city of Lewiston. And when there was an opening, he just said, hey, why don't you go over and apply for that job? Um, and so it all worked out. And I've been there for for a couple decades now, which seems hard to believe. Um, but it's an interesting job. It changes constantly. Every There's always something different, something new. You're dealing with federal regulations, so it's never the same thing. Um, every year, every administration. That's, uh, I, I can imagine there's been quite a bit of stuff there. How yes. did, the, I just find it, did you, when you were a little girl, were you like, you know what, I think I, I want to run some buses. Like, how, how does that whole thing go? How does that come about? You know, it's like one of those things. Sometimes you just fall into jobs and you really don't know how you how you got there. Um, well, welcome to my life, yeah. Yeah, as a kid, I used to see the bus go by all the time and I never gave it any thought right. and now here I am riding it periodically. How long has the city bus service in LA been uh, been happening? Well the Lewis Armour Transit Committee has been around since the mid-70s um, but before that it was run by Hudson Bus Lines and it was you know thriving back in the in the 20s um, and you know with the mills and um, just in Lewiston Arbor and there was just a lot of people in the downtowns uh, by the time the 70s came around there weren't as many, the mills were closing, more people were having their own cars. Um, so it was just, it became a little more difficult to run and that's pretty much when the Federal Transit Administration came into play and the Transit Committee was created. They needed to start bringing in federal funding to help subsidize the system. Talking with Marsha Bennett. She's the Transit Coordinator from AVCOG, the Androscoggin Valley Council of Governments. We'll have more with her coming up at 7.13. It's 60 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. This is LA's only local radio station. For more information on AVCOG, go to avcog.org. The new Z1055. New music. New music. Z. 
LA's only local radio station. We're with Marsha Bennett, the transit coordinator for AVCOG from the Androscoggin Valley Council of Governments. For more information on what she does, go to purplebus.org. Bus schedules and everything are running up there. Marsha, outside of going to the website so I can answer all these questions, I'm going to ask you because you're in here. What? Uh, when does CityLink run? Um, City CityLink runs Monday through Friday um, from 6, six a.m. to 6.15 p.m. Um, and then it runs on Saturday from 9 to 5. Um, so we're, we're working on right now doing a study to look at seeing where we can make some improvements uh, to the system. And, you know, there's, there's always those things that we hear where we'd like more evening service and, you know, more weekend service. I can I, I can imagine there's probably a, a little bit of that, that that's asked about. Now, where does CityLink go? CityLink stays in Lewiston, Auburn, and it travels on the primary routes that, you know, we have in the cities, you know, Lisbon Street, Sabata Street, Main Street in Lewiston, and then it's on, um, it does a, a mall run from uh, Great Falls Plaza out to the Auburn Mall, does Mining Avenue, and then it, it serves New Auburn. Nice. No, that's, uh, that's good. Now, do you guys have that all set up for, is there a particular reason that the bus stops are set up at the spots that they are? It's, it's pretty much where you see a lot of people getting on and off. You, you look for those primary locations where there's, there's either a residential area nearby um, or there, there are businesses nearby and safety. You want to make sure that where the bus stops, it's, it's in a safe location so you, uh, people can get on and off and uh, make their crossings safely. That makes, uh, that makes a lot of sense. I, see, I would never think of that. I'd just be like, oh, we don't want to put that there. I don't know. It's just... I've always wondered about bus stops, like who put them where they're supposed to be, you know? Yeah, well, we, we're still working on getting all our stops up. Sometimes, you know, if there's a person standing on the side of the road and they're they're flagging the bus down, we make every effort to uh, pick that person up. Um, eventually, we'll have all our bus stops located, but our drivers have a really hard time passing by somebody if they want to get on. So we, we like to stop where, where there are people to make sure that everybody gets to where they want to go. Well, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good problem to have with your bus drivers. You know, there there's much worse problems to have with them. So them stopping for people that want to get on, that's that's fine. So. Yeah, they they go out of their way. Um, so sometimes I, I don't want to hear some of the things they do because they they're very customer oriented, and you know it's one of those things. If you do this for one person, then you have to do it for everybody. So um, they're very customer oriented, making sure that um, the customers are are looked out for. We're talking with Marsha Bennett. That's the voice you hear across from me. She's the transit coordinator for AVCOG. For more information, go to purplebus.org. It's 724. It's 60 degrees. It's a breakfast club in Z1055. At Andros Coggin Home Care and Hospice's Hospice House, it's all about the people. I'm a Marsha Bennett is in from AVCOG. She's the transit coordinator over there. For more information on AVCOG, go to purplebus.org. Hey, how much does the, uh, the CityLink cost? Uh, to ride the CityLink? Yeah. Uh, the regular fare is $1.50, and that's a one-way fare. So if you were to get on the bus out at L.A. College out on Westminster Street, um, you can travel to the Arbor Mall for $1.50. Um, once you get on, all your, your transfers are free. Um, so, And then there's a half fare at $0.75 cents for senior citizens and people with disabilities. Now, is there other funding as well? Do you get funding from the from the government? Do you, do you get any advertising revenue or anything like that? Uh, yeah, the tr- uh, funding for the CityLink bus, half of the funding that comes in is from the Federal Transit Administration. Uh, the budget for this current year is um, $1.6 so we get roughly $800,000 from um, Federal Transit Administration. Um, to help subsidize the system. Uh, the municipalities contribute about 25% of the budget. And then we get other revenue. The state 
puts in a little. Uh, you have your fare box. We get advertising revenue, and advertising revenue fluctuates from year to year depending on the economy and depending on what we have for buses on the road, what the fleet is, um, what they can put on for advertising signs. Excellent. No, uh, now, how many people ride on a regular basis? Like, well, you know. ridership has been um, doing really well over the years. It, it keeps increasing, and this year we're looking at having um, over a nineteen percent increase in ridership over last year. So we're looking at four hundred twenty-five thousand passenger trips for the year. Um, so it's it's it keeps going up every year, which is what what the transit committee likes to see and you know it's really good to bring that back to the city councils to let them know people are riding it's always much better to give them good news than it is to give them not so great news so that's uh that makes a lot of sense that's we try we try to give them good news all the time uh, last, uh, what, we went over this a little bit but why exactly are the buses purple that actually was a mistake how that happened <laughs> Um, the transit committee was looking at coming out with a, a new name and a new look for the bus system back in, I, I want to say it was around 2000 and, uh, because the system used to be called the bus. So they wanted to come up with something that was a little more original and the consultant that we were using sent us this new graphic and new look of the bus and it came through on the computer screen and we printed it off and it, it was purple. It looked really nice in the lettering and the Transit committee approved purple, and the consultant said, no, that was supposed to be blue. So it was a, you know, never trust the colors on your computer screen or your printer. Um, and the chair at the time, his favorite color was purple, so it just all worked out. Oh, that's funny. That's funny how that works. It's weird how stuff works out the way it's supposed to sometimes. I think, yes, it definitely worked out the right way. Now, did you buy all your clothes because they were purple to match that, or did that just happen too? It just happened. Okay, just check. Yeah. I, I just double check. I don't want to. I don't know if you're color coordinating with work or not. I'm not sure. Once, once in a while, once in a while. Sometimes, sometimes it just happens. So. I I understand completely. It happens here once in a while too. Very rarely for me though. What when you and Bonnie dress alike? Yeah, we don't we don't have that happen very often. <laughs> no, no. You never quite know what I'm ever going to show up in. To be honest with you, so. I'm actually wearing shoes today, which is something. That's for you, Mitch Thomas. I'm actually wearing shoes today. Just calm down. Be excited. It's 741, 61 degrees. We're talking about Marsha Bennett from AVCOG. She's the transit coordinator at AVCOG. For more information, visit purplebus.org. One more segment with her coming up. you listen to The Breakfast Club on the Z. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks. LA's only local radio station. Marsha Bennett is in. Not a lot of blank spaces on the Purple Bus right now. We're just talking about that. For more information... On the Purple Bus, go to purplebus.org. Marsh is the transit coordinator for AVCOG. So what are the plans for an Auburn bus station? Um, well, the plans for the Auburn bus station has been in the works for a few years, and uh, it's actually coming to uh, fruition. We are looking at building a bus station in Great Falls, and we had a bid opening yesterday uh, for construction bids, so we're going through those um, right now, just trying to make sure that everything is been submitted the right way and looking at the the total project costs that were submitted so we're hoping that we can get that all finalized and um, break ground start the project this fall so we have on the Lewiston side there's a bus station over at Oak Street and um, Bates Street so now we're looking at trying to get one in the in Auburn at Great Falls where we have all our buses coming in when will it be opened well the goal what we'd be shooting for it would be Probably mid to late summer next year. Okay, excellent. Now, are there any plans for expansion? 
You, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that the transit committee is starting to do a study. Um, so part of that study would look at possible route expansions. Um, and then with that, if we get any recommendations, then it would be going to the city councils to see if there's support from the cities to expand. It's always looking at certain areas. There's, there's areas that come up every year that, you know, it's like there's a potential to have a bus go out in this area. So it's just looking to see different areas that are out there. The Auburn Lewiston Airport's one that's always growing. Um, colleges have evening classes, so we're always interested in seeing if we can expand into the evening a little to help ease um, people taking the evening classes, non-traditional students. Um, and then just people, you know, you work during the day, you need to run your errands at night. So it'd be nice to have the bus run a little later. Last question for you, where does the advertising revenue come from? Like, do you have a crew of folks that do that? Or is that just Thank like, goodness we have a, uh, a business that does, that sells the space on the outside of the buses. Um, alternate transit advertising, they, that's all they do is they sell transit advertising. Um, so they do our market, they do most of the systems in the state, they do New Hampshire and Mass. So we do get quite a bit of money from advertising revenue. It's a great place. It's a moving billboard. Maine has a no billboard um, law. So what better place to have your ad on the side of a bus as it drives around town and, you know, catching, a, catching the eye of a lot of people while they're stopped at a red light. Talking with Marsha Bennett. She's the transit coordinator for AVCOG, the Androscoggin Valley Council of Governments. For more information, go to purplebus.org or like them on Facebook. Just look for Androscoggin Valley Council of Governments. Marsha, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being in. A lot more coming up. It's Breakfast Club, Z1055, 753, 62 degrees. The Breakfast Club. This is your sports flash for Thursday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.